Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Hello, and welcome to another Double Dutch Rider podcast. I am your host, Corey Miller. And this time around, I thought we'd talk a little bit about an article I saw online, which I thought was very interesting, and I thought would make a very interesting podcasting topic. And it's called, What's Behind the Rise of Single Lonely Men? By Greg Matos. Um... And I guess the long and short of this particular article is, well, we'll just go over the key points. It says, dating opportunities for heterosexual men are diminishing as relationship standards rise. Men represent approximately 62% of dating app users, lowering their chances for matches. Men need to address their skills deficits to meet healthier relationship expectations. And I'm going to go over those uh, particular items, and then I'm going to discuss a little bit, because I don't think the issue here is just with men, and I don't think that, I I think (laughs) uh, there's an assumption that if you're single that you're lonely, and I don't necessarily agree with that position. Okay, it says, uh, for dating apps, whether you're just starting to date or you're just recently divorced and dating again, dating apps are a huge driver of new romantic connections in the United States. The only problem is that upwards of 62% of users are men, and men and women are overwhelmed by the number of options that they have. Competition in online dating is fierce, and lucky in-person chance encounters with dreamy partners are rarer than ever. Sparse relationship standards. With so many options, it's not surprising that women are increasingly selective. They prefer men who are emotionally available, who are good communicators, and share their values. Skills deficits. For men, this means a relationship skills gap that, if not addressed, will likely lead to fewer dating opportunities and longer periods of being single. There's less patience for poor communication skills today. The problem for men is that emotional connection is the lifeblood of a healthy, long-term love and requires all the skills that that families still are not consistently teaching young boys. I can kind of agree with that last point, but I think, at least in my experience, um, I think um, these days... Uh, a lot of men are just choosing to be single, um, and part of it is because because of that um, uh, that percentage that you see on dating apps. You know, the large majority of uh, people on dating apps are men, and uh, some of the other statistics I saw were that roughly, I, th- I believe it's less than 20% of men get the vast majority of the attention on those dating apps. So for a very large portion of men, going on a dating app is depressing. Um, 
you know, you'll swipe right or you'll look at someone's profile and try and message them and you get um, no response. Um, I can tell you back when I was dating, and this was many, many years ago at this point, because I've been in a relationship for uh, many years at this point. But, you know, I, I would match with someone and send a message and then just immediately, boom, delete it. Um, you know, so it's, it's kind of, what is the expectation when using dating apps? Like what is, what are women's expectations as far as communication goes? You know, it's, you could simply say, hi, hello, and it's boom, you're deleted just like that. Um, so you don't even get the opportunity to get to know someone or, um, interact with them in, in any way at all. Um, and honestly, honestly, I remember back when I was doing that and I found that incredibly depressing. There was one point where I just basically stopped using dating apps because I was tired of being depressed about it. Um, and there's no kind of roadmap as to how you use those or, or what needs to be on your profile in order to, you know, have someone, you know, swipe right on you or, you know, send you a message or something like that. So, you know, it's that the large percentage of users being men is, is, again, does lead to fewer opportunities for connecting. But again, the other side of that is, um, you know, women need to, when they do match with someone, you know, give them the opportunity, you know, actually get to know them. You know, I can understand if you want to block somebody who sent you a, you know, of their genitals, but, you know, if someone just says hello, you know, give that person an opportunity. <laughs> you know, you never know what might be out there. Um, and then relationship standards. Well, I think that's changing, honestly, on, you know, both sides of the fence. I think uh, the standards that women have are, are changing. And that's a good thing. But I also think the standards that men have are changing. You know, I think there is a percentage of women out there that do expect men to worship the ground that they walk on and be willing to do anything and everything for them. And they basically, they bring themselves to the table. They don't bring anything beyond, oh, well, um, I should be the prize for them. And it's like, no, it's an equal partnership uh, between the two of you. It is, a relationship is, is an equal and balanced partnership between you and the person you're with. And if you have an expectation of being put on a pedestal or worshipped in any way, then that's not really balanced at all. So you have to be able to bring something to the table as well. Even if that's just emotional stability or, or something along those lines, it all depends on who your partner is. And, you know, again, having a healthy, balanced relationship is important. And, you know, again, the same thing goes, you know, with men. You know, if you were expecting to have a woman who just waits on you hand and foot and, you know, this 1950s style of relationships that's just not reality so you can't go into it that as well I mean it's basically the same kind of thing on the other side 
um, you know, you want a woman to worship you and, and do everything for you. You know, that's not a balanced relationship. Now, as far as skills deficits, I'm, I'm kind of confused as to what he means by this. You know, I, I, I do agree that we need to teach children these days how to have a healthy relationship. I think the best way you can teach children how to have a healthy relationship is to set the example, you know, have the, you know, have a healthy relationship with the person that you're with. And if you don't have a healthy relationship, then you shouldn't be with that person. I mean, it's been so often in my experience that I will see people that have, you know, a very unhealthy and toxic relationship but they're staying together for their kids. And I don't get that because if your children are going to use your relationship with your spouse as a model for what a relationship should be, and that relationship is not healthy, what type of relationships do you think your child is going to have when they get older, when they start getting into relationships? Because the only model they have is yours. So... While I understand wanting to stay together for the kids, I I think it it's better in the long run, especially if you're in a relationship that is unhealthy and toxic, to get out of that and find someone or just learn to be happy with yourself so that you can show your children how to be happy whether it's being happy by yourself or being happy in a healthy relationship. I mean, I think that's in, that's just incredibly important. So, now as far as, again, these skills deficits, he, he refers to poor communication skills. I think that tour can absolutely go both ways. I think... Men and women both need to understand how to communicate with each other, how to understand and empathize and put yourself in the other person's shoes. I I don't think that's just strictly something that is solely an issue with men. And emotional connection, again, there's <laughs> you could you could put that on both sides as well. So, uh, it's I, it's just one of those things. I read that article, and it, again, it the fact that it kind of solely places the blame on men really just kind of rubbed me the wrong way, which is why I thought it was something that was interesting to talk about. But I'd really like to know what you think. You know, what do you think is the issue with um, more men these days being single? And, you know, what is your experience, um, if you're a woman out there, what is your experience dating? You know, what do you go through when dating? You know, it's, it's one of those things. I saw a video the other day where a woman was saying, you know, uh, you know, what's the worst that could happen? You know, shoot your shot. You know, what's the worst thing that could happen that a that you could be rejected and well no being rejected isn't the worst thing in the world but when that's 
constantly the feedback that you get no matter what you do no matter what you try you know even if you just try and go up and say hello to someone that's that can be disheartening and can kill someone's motivation to even try but like I said that's just my opinion just my two cents in any case this has been Double Dutch Rudder thank you for listening we're available on all your podcasting platforms we also have a Facebook page if you'd like to check that out reach out, interact I'm always looking for other topic ideas I've got a few more lined up um, and I just posted an episode with uh, my buddies Brett and Craig and this one will be going up pretty quickly afterwards I might just put it up this afternoon in any case have a good one and I'll talk to you again soon